golf and rock and roll. Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going before the drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with my very special guest, Brendan Sweeney, in the house. It is red, white, and blue. Happy Veterans Day out there, boys and girls. Happy Veterans Day to all of our servicemen present Past, current, for all of your service. We're going to have a... Because if it wasn't for you guys, we would not be here right now. That is absolutely the truth. And uh, some big wins over the weekend. The WGC HSB champions in China. Russell Knox breaking through. Florida's own from Jacksonville. Jville U. Yeah, originally from Scotland. But uh, went to school in Jacksonville, and big victory for him. Shoots 68 to win his first PGA Tour title. And as we've been talking about every week since the wraparound season started, Brendan, all these guys, you know, with their first-time wins, it's a game-changer in their their whole life because they're heading to Augusta. Well, most of them will be, and uh, for those who don't like it, they don't have to participate. Well, we were talking before the show, there's 47 PGA Tour stops this this year. Yes, in the 2015-2016 season. And there's a guy that's not too happy about that, Boo Weekly. Boo who? Boo. <laughs> Saying some not-so-nice things about the wraparound season, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, Well, I bet if he played a little bit better golf during these wraparound seasons, he'd be just a little bit happier. Uh, I, I Perhaps. Uh, who, who knows? Um, who knows? You know, but he... Was he, that Bo knows or Boo knows? He, he doesn't miss wo- mince words. We know that. And um, simultaneous events going on. The Sanderson Farms, which was rain-delayed, rained out, and they finally got this marathon finished on Monday. 28-year-old Peter Malnati shooting a 5-under-67. Big to, Kansas City Royals fan. To rally past a crowded leaderboard. They all kind of bunched up there. He beat William McGirt. I love William McGirt. And David Toms still hanging in there at age 48. And uh, beat him by one stroke. I, I'm hanging in there at 48. Yeah, I know. And so are you, aren't Yes, you? thank you so much. You are fired, <laughs> as the Donald would say. But, hey. Um, I do want to um, take a few minutes on this Veterans Day to um, honor someone and someone very close to me who um, somehow left 21 years in the Air Force, Brendan, and came to work for me. A private, private Benjamin. <laughs> He's left the regimented life of the military, now flying by the seat of his pants, 
as my wingman. The post-traumatic stress with Holly in G. Golf Marketing <laughs> Services. Now nah, he's made it almost ten years. It's truly amazing. Uh, but uh, he is um, just one of the best guys ever. Uh, served our country proudly. Was in big time communications in the military. Let me tell you, that's a little different than doing things, uh, you know, in the golf business. And he's got a terrific wife, Carol, who's an amazing teacher here in Orlando. Four amazing kids, Josh, Brooke, Justin, and Jacob. Big shout-outs to them. And we're going to say a few, um, spend a few minutes with my good friend, Mike Leonard, on the line. Hey, Michael. Hello. Can you hear me? Sure can, my friend. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, exactly. Long time, first time. You're the one that keeps this show going behind the scenes, and and I thank you so much for it. Mike, thank you for your service, sir. You're welcome. It was uh, my privilege. And my goodness, I learned some things here, Mike, before before coming on the air, thanks to your notes. I had no idea you had been to all of these countries. This is certainly one of the benefits of Long-term service in the military. Korea, Japan, Guam, Turkey, Norway, Netherlands, Germany, Belgium, France, Spain. How in the world did you end up landing in my office? (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I followed my wife. She followed me all those years. And then uh, when I retired, I followed her here. Wow, that's absolutely. uh, And you've been here since 2005, right? Yes. And then somehow... I ended up walking through your door one day, and the rest is history. I know it's been almost ten years. That's like half the time I spent in the military. I guess another ten years, and I can retire again. Don't you do background checks, Mike? (laughs) (laughs) Who's doing the background checks? (laughs) I know. Yeah. I I can tell. I can tell you, his third act will be on an island after working for me uh, all that time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) island maybe. Um, so Mike was, uh, he, he, he had a pretty cool job, um, Brendan. He, he traveled the globe on the air mobility command aircraft, escorting the media, writing articles about the mission, taking photos of the people who carry out the daily missions in the military. Again, uh, you know, pretty, pretty cool stuff. He hung out with a lot of generals and got to write all of, uh, all of their incredible articles and speeches and whatnot. You play a lot of golf over there, Mike? Uh, no, but I did learn to play golf in the military. A buddy taught me to play on a par three course uh, in D.C. at Fort McNair, and it was uh, right near the uh, Potomac River, and the uh, War College was there. So there were people parked all around the place. I never hit a car, but I put several balls in the Potomac, that's for sure. You did your basic training in Lakeland Air Force Base, Air Force Base in Texas, Lackland, yep. Yep, and Lackland. Okay, what, there I go. Um, and then uh, how long was it before you um, went overseas? Um, let's see. I was in probably eight years or more before I actually went overseas. And you mentioned that, you know, you just got to work with some amazing people and, of course, made friends for a lifetime. What were, you know, some of the other highlights that still stay with you today, having served for 21 years? Yeah, I think it's the people, uh, the camaraderie that you build up in the military, especially when you go overseas and uh, if you're in a remote location, you know, uh, you are with the the people every day. And then after you get off work, they're still there. That's your support. So um, you get to know them pretty well. 
um, you get to know a lot of great people from other countries and, and get to learn about, you know, this big world that we live in and how things are different than they are in the United States and, you know, how people view the United States and how we view, you know, their country and um, get to work with them side by side. And it's just amazing, whether it was in Kuwait or in the Netherlands or or in the Azores, um, you know, Korea, all over the place. They're just, uh, it was, you know, it was a really good time. I would uh, do it again in a heartbeat. Now, with your kids uh, coming up of age, are they looking at any military uh, time coming in? No, I don't think so. Um, my oldest thought about it, but um, I don't think he's going to. And then I, I don't think the boys will either, uh, nor my daughter. I just, um, they got moved around enough. I don't know if that's what what shied them away, but, you know, the, you know, the two younger ones um, are more into computers and engineering and stuff like that, and, and my daughter is working on her getting back into college for a master's degree to be a psychologist. And so I don't, I don't know that they, they want to, um, for whatever reason, it just didn't interest them like it did me. Well, share briefly, Mike, what it was like, um, you know, working in communications in the military. Of course, you know, we see all the stuff that happens, uh, you know, particularly when we're engaged in military operations and war, et cetera. But, uh, you know, so much is what goes on behind the scenes to support the military as well. Yeah, um, there were several things um, that stand out. Most of them happened the uh, four and a half years I was stationed at Andrews because uh, at the Andrews, you know, the president flies in and out of there and, you know, the vice president, members of Congress, heads of state from all over the place. And, you know, in, in the public affairs in the military, it's three different parts. There's the internal, which is usually the newspaper, magazine, um, the Internet, and uh, there's the media. And you take queries from the media when they call in and ask about different things about the base. And you staff those. And then the community relations part is the air shows that you see at different places, the tours that people take at the base, working with the Boy Scouts and environmental, different things like that. So it's, it's vast, and that's what I really liked about it. There was... It was never the same thing every day. It was changing, and um, that's what was very appealing. And then, of course, working for the paper or a magazine, you know, you get to interview the people and talk about the mission and how they contribute and their families, and you fly and you see how they it all fits together and how everything is one big team and, um, you know, everybody's working toward the same goal. Well, um you know, this is a very special day, and uh, I was very fortunate. The day you walked into my office, you're the best wingman on the planet. It's been a great uh, almost 10-year run, and, uh, Mike, I appreciate all you've done. And uh, hats off to you, and happy Veterans Day. And I'm hoping you're getting a good military pension because I've worked with Holly before. Oh! <laughs> ding, you ding. Are now, yes. Yeah, the other thing I would just like to add is, um, like I had put on the Facebook today, when I when I sit and think of uh, all the people who want to reach out and thank the military members, I, you know, posted about my family because without the support of your wife and kids when you're in the military, you know, you couldn't carry out any mission because when you leave, you know, they're left to take care of everything. And so, you know, I salute, you know, my wife and kids for, and all the, 
all the military families uh, for supporting the mission in that way. It's it's the toughest job in the Air Force in any branch of the military is to be a spouse. Well said. Thank and, you. And you and you're a great dad. So Thanks. thank you. It. Thank you, Mike Leonard. And um, we appreciate you being on the Golf Insiders. Thanks for having me and uh, go Steelers. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I'll let that one pass. Okay. All right, Mike. Thanks so much. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, 740 The Game, 96.92. We're all brand new here tonight. It's intern day here. It is. Oh, my goodness. All right. Stay with us. We got more golf talk coming up. an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. We're back to Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with my special co-pilot tonight, Brendan Sweeney from the beautiful French Lick Resort. Located, but, located deep in the Hoosier National Forest. But also an Orlando resident you are. You have the best commuting job on the planet. Except between like December and well, March. We do, we, we do a, a, a number of uh, trade shows. So we have nine trade shows that are located north of the Mason-Dixon line. So yeah, February in Chicago is not a great thing. So I'll call myself a slush bird. A slush a, bird. Instead I... of a snowbird. <laughs> Hey, I want to give a shout out to 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 Maggie Moo. My Moo's on the, listening in the at home. Say oh, hey, say hi. Love that. We love that. Yeah, I tell you what, I four that was uh, that was a fun, bit, a bit fun of a trip today. Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. that four mile drive up to Maitland Boulevard took well, about that's long why time. That's why we're keeping everybody entertained, relaxed, and uh, we're going to go to uh, another guy from the North Country. He's a Patriot fan. He is the one and only. And me, the only Buffalo Bills fan. In a sports bar filled with Miami Dolphins this past weekend. How am I doing? Well, I tell you what. When you look around the room and you notice you're the smartest person in the room, it's time to get out. <laughs> anyway, we're going to spend a few minutes with one of our favorite golf insiders, Jeff Babineau from Golf Week. Hey, JB. Hey, hey. How's this crew doing? Oh, my goodness. It's a little scary who I've got sitting beside me tonight. I know. Gee. Babs, how you doing, buddy? French, French Lick Express is in the house. I like it. That's right. I, I think he's going to start giving us uh, some some private uh, private direct flights up there. What do you think? I like it. I'm, I'm all for it. Babs, Babs, you haven't been up there yet, have you? We, you've threatened a couple of times. No, I, I know. I've threatened. It's always on the the front or back end of kind of a long week. So I'm, I'm I'll get up there. I, I uh, hear too many good things about it not to see it. Well, uh, let's start off because I know you're involved with a very special organization. You're uh, one of the board of directors of the Folds of Honor, Jeff. And being that it's Veterans Day, um, tell our listeners a little bit about that great organization. Well, you know, it's a great group. It's helping military families. Uh, Major Dan Rooney started up, I guess it goes back to about 2007. met Dan at the uh, PGA in Tulsa. And at Southern Hills, and his idea was just to kind of undo a little bit of the hurt of so many of these military families who pay the ultimate sacrifice. And his idea was to help provide scholarships and uh, ease the pain a little bit, ease the burden financially, 
And it's been an incredible run. I mean, uh, eight years in and uh, 10,000 plus scholarships awarded, I think 13 million going out the door this year. And, and it's just a great cause. It's on the CBS Evening News tonight. Our recipient, Sarah White's on, is on the Today Show this morning. So just a lot of great momentum. It's foldsofhonor.org for those who want to check it out. And it just goes a little beyond on a Veterans Day saying thanks uh, to doing something tangible to really help these military families who have given up a lot. Now, Babs, I, I know, know uh, Major Ed Polito pretty well, and, and we've had some time together. And that story that was on the Today Show about the kid that's gone to Oklahoma State, that was pretty touching. Dad passed away a couple of years back, died of leukemia. You guys step up to the plate. I've seen it personally. I've, I've seen it, uh, it It happened a few times. But you're going beyond the world of golf. You have the, the folds of honor. You're, you're in the NASCAR now. You're in the bowling now. You're in the hunting and fishing now. It's just a, a universal thing that if people want to get involved, they don't know how to. You know, these people you know, sacrifice their lives, the ultimate sacrifice. And the least we could do is give a little bit back to their families. How does that affect you as as not only a dad, but, you know, your time on the board of directors and some of the time that you spent with some of the families? Well, I mean, to me, it's an honor. I mean, I, you know, I didn't serve in the military. My dad did. He, My dad lost a brother on the shores of Normandy. So, you know, he certainly grew up and, and felt some of the pains of war. Um, but to me, it's an honor just to be a small part of it. It's, uh, it's an amazing group. It's not It's not a very tough cause to get behind. I mean, patriotism and, and our military, uh, it's a great cause. So uh, it's really neat the way you see people really flock to it. It's, it's a matter of exposure and people hearing the story and learning bit, a bit about the cause. And, you know, these guys work so hard on the ground. You say Major Ed and Major Dan and Tony Beata doing these Patriot Golf Days. And we're actually going to start up a chapter in Central Florida. So we'll even have some centralized events here. Sign me up, bro. I'm in. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be fun. and. It's going to be fun, and it's it's a it's a way to have fun, play some golf, do some different things, have some great camaraderie, and benefit a great cause. So it's a, it's a win win across the board. No, no doubt. And uh, if people want to learn more about the Folds of Honor, uh, you can go to foldsofhonor.org, and uh, just terrific organization. Uh, Jeff, your thoughts on Russell Knox breaking through this weekend at the HSBC. Yeah, it was cool to see. You know, we have this run of first-time winners. It's amazing, really. You know, he he's probably more polished than, than a few of them that have broken through because he's been out there a bit. You know, he had the kid, Peter Malnati, win this week in Mississippi in his seventh tour start. And he was the, He's confident. the oldest one out there that won this year, oh, isn't he? He's 28 years old. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. And, uh, you know, now Russell Knox goes from not even being in that event to getting in late and having to, you know, jiggle some – visa issues and get over there to, to China. Now he wins. Now he's talking about playing on the Ryder Cup. So, uh, you know, it's a Scotsman living in Jacksonville. So he's he's touching all corners of the globe here. It's uh, it's fun to see. I, I like I like this young crew. They're fearless. I like what they bring to the table, and, and I like what they're bringing to golf. So it's a lot of fun to watch. And uh, how about Billy Andre winning the, sh- <laughs> the, the Schwab championship, the, the Charles Schwab playoffs? Uh, and, um, of course, Bernhard giving him a run for the money into the playoff, but uh, he, he he took the overall cup and some changes in the format for next year. Yeah, they're going to the playoffs. That was a good one to watch. You know, Billy Andrade, I wasn't that sure he was going to play golf post-50 because he kind of had quiet years in his late 40s and then played all that great on tour. 
leading into his 50th birthday, but he's tearing it up. You know, he won three times out there. It's fun to watch him win. I, I used to play junior tournaments with him. That's right. And you'd show you'd show up, and you'd hope you were within 10 shots of Billy Andrade. That was pretty much the goal at the start of the day. And and uh, so it's fun to watch him win. It's fun to see Longer at age 58 just to continue to doing what he's doing. The Orlando people will see him in a few weeks as the father's son, where he's defending champion with his uh, – 15 year old now i guess jason and uh so that's you know that guy's just timeless yeah he, uh, he looks like he did 30 years ago this is his second straight year winning the points title and a record third time overall i mean uh I love to call him the ultimate driving machine, you know. Well, I, was, I was pulling for Monty. You know, Monty had a good run-up in French Lick this year, and he, he looked like he had the hammer down, but the, the, the boy from Munich coming on strong. Monty, he's like, he's like a, a German watch, you know, just precision and longer. He's never changed. It's pretty amazing how dedicated that guy is. And, yeah, usually out there in the champion store, you can hit a wall at 54, 55, and he just, you know, blew right through it. And, continues to dominate he's gonna be out there being a factor until he's 60 well we have the pga and the lpga in mexico this week um soon yan on wins uh in the japan tournament in a playoff last week and we're just a couple weeks away from the cme cup the lpga's final of the season down in naples jeff right so you got lydia ko trying to put the sweep together that stacy lewis did a year ago uh, so just amazing, amazing play out there, and uh, she's amazing. I mean, she's not not even nineteen yet. I know. Uh, We're, uh, you know. Not even nineteen so, yet. Yeah. Are, are we? Yeah, watch out at your uh, grade school crossing tomorrow. You might be uh, looking at a new Masters champion here in a couple of years. You got to come from somewhere, baby. That's for sure. Well, good. Hey, can you tell us a little bit what, about what's going on in golf week? What you guys have planned for wrapping up the year, and what's what are you looking forward to ne- to uh, next year, Jeff? Yeah, we just closed the big technology issue, which is pretty interesting. Look at a track, man, and all, all the effects that technology has had on the game and some of the great innovations of our game. It's pretty interesting to, to poll there and see what people think have been the biggest movers and shakers along the way. Um, you know, and then we have December. We kind of take a peek at the at the year as a whole, and you know, already we're looking forward to 16. So you know, this wraparound season kind of keeps us hopping and, uh, not a lot of downtime, but that's okay with us. We just keep moving and Babs, you guys, seeing, uh, you guys also, stories. you also have a a, a a web app, right? So we could go online and read uh, Golf Week. Yeah, plenty of stuff on the web. You know, all this tournament coverage and, and lots of stuff going on. And yeah, we don't stop. We'll go right through the holidays and, and be there in Hawaii when it starts up again. So uh, yeah, it's good. It's fun. You know, a lot of Florida stuff this time of year. So father son, the shark shootout, CME. Yeah, uh, it's kind of kind of fun to get stuff in our backyard. We we, we still have plenty of golf, don't we? Jeff Babino from Golf Week. We appreciate always spending some time with you, Jeff, and uh, go Bills. Go, yeah, go Bears. Go Bills. Bears. Go Bears. We'll go Bears. Just hey, remember the '85 Bears, Babs? Uh, unfortunately, I do. All right, you're listening to the Golf Insiders, ninety-six point nine. The game. Stay with us. We've got way more golf talk coming up. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni. 
I think it's nice. It just makes We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with Brendan Sweeney. What's up, G? Orlando resident and uh, the big dog at French Lick Resort in beautiful French Lick, Indiana. And uh, we are going to give away a little uh, a little something right now. It's Veterans Day. I'm feeling happy. And um, we're going to give away a very special one-night stay at the Cinnamon Inn because Cinnamon it's Inn. one of my favorite places. Beautiful Mount Dora. Beautiful Mount Dora. One-night stay. You can go check out some great golf in Lake County or just wander around. Beautiful Mount Dora now that it's that time of year. Beautiful weather. Are they running the train up there? Oh, yeah, the trolley and the horse carriage. And, you know, we got all kinds of stuff happening. A little, little slice of paradise in That's Central right. Florida. Absolutely. So caller number 3-407-916-8255-407-916-8255. for that one night stay in beautiful Mount Dora, the Cinnamon Inn. And we will waste no more time. I want to bring in my next guest, a very dear friend of both of ours, Brendan. Uh, he's the executive director of the Freedom Golf Association, and uh, they have done a lot of work with veterans uh, around the country, uh, especially uh, they've done so much just for physically disabled individuals and, and getting them into the game of golf. It's a terrific organization, and it's great to have Andy Mears, the executive director, and a PGA professional from Kalamazoo, Michigan, on the line. Hey, Andy. Hey, Holly, how are you? Hey, Brendan. What's how up, Andy? How are you, buddy? Good. I'm almost going to hang up and call that number and see if I can win that stay there. That's a I tell you beautiful what. spot. You could, you could jump on in, go to the Cinnamon Inn anytime you want. Uh, uh, or you could jump in a car and shoot down a French Lick. It's uh, right down I'll the street. I'll tell you what. You, you put on about five pounds just eating the cinnamon rolls every morning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So true. But listen, uh, I know you just had a, a great event um, last month in the Chicago area with your organization. And tell our listeners a little bit about the Freedom Golf Association, what you've been doing with some of the disabled vets and all the people that you're uh, getting involved uh, with with the game of golf. Absolutely. Well, uh, Freedom Golf Association, we're, we're three years old uh, as of this year, and we uh, worked with over a 1,000 uh, individuals with special needs here in the Chicagoland area this year. And really, we cover all the bases. We work with kids, adults, and disabled veterans and try to help them enjoy the game of golf for social and therapeutic benefit. Uh, yes, in September, we had our annual golf outing, which was followed up by a great event uh, two days later at the BMW Championship, where we had uh, 24 disabled veterans out for a day of lunch, golf, and a uh, special clinic put on by uh, Rory Sabatini, who, uh, I'll tell you what, did a outstanding job. What a patriot he is. And uh, really took care of our folks and put on a great show for them. This is um, an interesting statistic. It says, uh, this is the National Alliance of Accessible Golf, says that 18 million would like to play golf and only 6 million play today. So uh, a lot of people with, um, you know, special needs that would love to pick up the game of golf and uh, have the opportunity to, you know, get out there and, and play. It's so true. It, you know, the, the, the stumbling block, I think, for a lot of people to get into the game 
is there are so many of those 18 million who want to play golf, but for, you know, unfortunate reasons, um, didn't, you know, lost the opportunity to play, haven't gotten back into it. And it's really trying to find those folks again to get them out of the house, uh, get them to a practice facility so we can start helping them with their golf game. If they've never played before, get them introduced to the game. And what we like to try to do is get as many folks from the practice tee to the first tee as possible. We know that a large majority of people with special needs won't make that transition, but what's important, again, about golf is a social and therapeutic benefit for individuals with special needs, actually for anybody. I mean, anytime you, you hit the sweet spot with a club and ball, you know, you know and, and you know you're, you're having some fun and you're making contact, watching the ball go up in the air, I mean, that is the best therapeutic benefit I think anybody can have. And then just getting out of the house and getting together with your peers and having some fun, which was everything we try to do uh, for our special needs community. So golf is really an opportunity to to come out and enjoy life and enjoy the great game. I know uh, another friend of both of ours, uh, Dean Jarvis, was here in Orlando at Orange County National. They had a long drive contest, uh, I think, that went simultaneously with the uh, REMAX event out in Vegas and that you know featured a lot of uh, of uh, disabled golfers and and veterans and you know we've we've seen a couple of these events together Andy and it's just amazing it's it's unbelievable you, you know everybody you know you it's stereotypically you think maybe somebody has a disability they can't play golf very well and that's so untrue i mean you and i have watched uh, many a time uh, these folks hitting at 300 yards plus master it's unbelievable and, and a lot of scratch players in that community as well with the long drive guys. So, you know, that's, that's uh, what we want. We want to see people enjoying game and getting out onto the golf course. Well, if uh, people are interested to learn more about the organization or, you know, whether they're listening here in Orlando or certainly on iHeart around the country, where can they go to find out more? Well, they can certainly go to uh, FGA Golf, fgagolf.org. And there's also a new um, alliance that has developed. Uh, FGA is a, a founding member. It's called the United States Adaptive Golf Alliance. And what that organization's about is bringing all the special needs groups together to really talk more in one voice to the golf industry and to get more people involved in the game. So people across the country can go to fgagolf.org or go to usaga.org as well. Well, awesome. Well, thanks, Andy, so much for spending a few minutes with us on this very special Veterans Day. And Andy Mears, the executive director of the Freedom Golf Association. Thanks so much, my friend. Thanks. Have a great evening. See you, All right. You're listening to Golf Insiders. We've got more golf talk. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel coming up next. Stay with us. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so mean. I We're back. The Golf Insiders right. wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk on this special Veterans Day edition of the Golf Insiders, your host, Howie G, along with my special wingman, Brendan Sweeney. What's up, G? 
What a fun show we've had so far. I'd rather be sitting here than sitting in I-4, that's for sure. Yeah, isn't that the truth? The ultimate I-4. I don't know where they got that. The ultimate should be like a burger. Exactly. The ultimate burger. And they should have maybe some little uh, hot dog stands along the the road. Sweeney's Weenies. Popping up Sweeney's Weenies on the side of the road. Did I really tee that up? Oh, my gosh. Yep. Well, hey, he's uh, been globetrotting all over lately, and um, we're glad to be able to catch him for a few minutes tonight. One of our favorites, Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. Hey there, bud. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, Brandon, good to hear you. Um, I think you should think of another name besides Sweeney's Weenie. So, <laughs> I, I just, you know, that, that could border on being R-rated. Well, you know, it's... It, it's. We've got totally off the rails here, Todd. <laughs> All the meat and half the buns. That's what we go for here. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so let's just segue right into uh, some of the the fun things happening this week in the world of golf, Todd. Uh, Phil Mickelson hiring a new swing coach after dropping Butch. Um, maybe someone not so well known uh, to some. He's uh, from Scottsdale. And uh, Andrew Getson plays, um, I guess, as an instructor out of Greyhawk, which is where um, Peter Costas hangs his hat as well. Yeah, and he teaches Kevin Streelman, who's won a couple times on the PGA Tour as well. Um, you know, and obviously Phil feels very comfortable with him. I spoke with Phil um, at the President's Cup, and he says that uh, he, he told me after the United States won the Cup that he had been working on some things, um, trying to get out of some bad habits that he started. And, you know, I, look, it's, it's not a huge deal. Um, this happens, guys. You know, guys, prominent names on the PGA Tour, just look at Tiger Woods. Uh, you know, they, they'll they switch coaches. I think it was really admirable, though, that, that Phil decided to hop on a plane and fly from Southern California to Las Vegas to to meet Butch face-to-face and, and give him the news. And, you know, both of them, from what I understand, left that decision amicably. Um, and I think they'll, you know they've they've been investing in each other for too long. I don't think this is going to hurt their relationship that much. No, and and I think it, it, but it's hard to believe. But what's it's 2013 that Phil has won? It's been a while. I mean, it's so, I mean, he's just you know he's just a couple of top ten since then. Yeah, so too, I so I would say um, you know Butch having been around a long time would would never want to hold a player back, and um, you know he's he's certainly. Um, a class act as well. Yeah, and Butch, to be honest with you, I mean, Butch is in his 70s. Uh, I, I spoke with Butch about this, and, you know, he's... God bless him. Before, yeah, God, yeah, God bless him. It won't be long before Butch has, you know, decided to call it a career. So, you know, it's, it's you know, it, 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 sure, I'm sure it hurt Butch's ego a bit, considering that Phil is in the World Golf Hall of Fame. But at the same time, you know, Butch has done so much on and off the golf course that, you know, he, he, he can look back on his career and be very, very satisfied. Well, he's got another guy coming along, though, that maybe this is going to be his breakthrough year to win a major, and that would be Ricky Fowler. Yeah, I mean, not just Ricky Fowler. I mean, Jimmy Walker and Brand Snedeker. I mean, you can – and Dustin Johnson, he works with DJ. I mean, all those guys are, are looking for their very first major championship, and all of them – I would not be surprised if any one of them won a major championship this year. I mean, they have different styles of game, obviously. Um, but, yeah, I mean, right now, if I had to pick somebody in Butch's stable, um, you know, I might look at Dustin Johnson now. 
I think I think you know we we keep saying that you know waiting for Dustin to turn the corner, turn the corner, and win the major, and win the major. You know, I I think that I, I'm looking for good things from Dustin Johnson next year. Um, I, I do think that he is going to, you know, he's had the experience of being in that white hot spotlight at a major championship. Now just look what happened to the USO. But I think you know I don't think. People can, some people can see that as being, oh, he can never win the big one. But I think when you put yourself in that position, even if you fail as many times as he has, I think that builds experience and some comfort because he's going to be in that situation again. And ultimately, I think he's going to break through. Well, he had a tie for uh, fifth in the WGC, played, pr- played pretty well over there. Um, another guy who I think of in that category a little bit, so of course he's, he's been out there a little bit longer, um, but Sergio had a pretty good tournament. Maybe there's uh, some new life coming in uh, for his game for the 2015-2016. Yeah, you know, it, it would be a surprise to me, to be honest. I, I was a little disappointed in 2015 from Sergio Garcia, and maybe Sergio was. Maybe, you know, he's he's going to look at, look at himself in the mirror and say, you know, I need to rededicate myself. Um, but he's, I just being around Sergio this year, I, I just kind of felt like he's kind of, you know, he, he wasn't really invested for whatever reason. Um, and in, in his golf game, you know, and look, he, there, I say this all the time, there may be stuff that have been happening off the golf course that could have been a big distraction. We want, you know, it's very difficult at times for these players to compartmentalize. Um, but, you know, I, I think that Sergio will have to, will have to really crank it up a notch to get back to the caliber of player that he wants to be. You know, we get such a great opportunity to see um, different players this time of year. Uh, how about this Hao Tong Lee, the, the Chinese kid who, I mean, had the spotlight on him um, over the week weekend and uh, just played some remarkable golf on Sunday after really starting off pretty pretty rough. Yeah, and you know what? I You know, he's got a good chance to be in the Olympics and represent China. And for those who do not know, the Olympics are a really, really big deal for the Chinese. I mean, not only that young man, but look at what the PGA Tour has offered up so far this season with five first-time winners and five events. Uh, you know, and not many people heard of Smiley Kaufman. He does not win. You know, and all, all these other great players that, you know, Russell Knox winning a WGC event. Uh, so, you know, you, I think it's great. I think it's, you know, I think it's an opportunity for us to learn about a crop, this this young crop, once again, these 20-somethings that just keep coming from everywhere. Uh, yeah, I, I, think it's, I think it's wonderful for the game. Which brings me to the colorful comments of Boo Weekly about the wraparound season. Um, Boo, Boo not uh, caring too much about uh, the wraparound season. He ain't, and- he ain't liking too much. Well... <laughs> I mean, As we know, he just, basically said it sucks. It is just stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, I tell you, Boo has made a lot of money in the fall, and I'm I'm surprised that he would say that. I mean, I like Boo Weekly a lot, um, but if if Boo was winning one of these tournaments in the fall, Boo's getting back to the Masters. Boo's got his PGA Tour card for what is essentially three seasons. Um, I think he might have a different attitude. Um, so <laughs> if he goes out and plays better and you know, and, and and does something with these opportunities like these other players are doing, I think I think that's a different attitude. I mean, Graham McDowell is a perfect example. 
I, I was in Turkey for the Turkish Airlines Open, and GMAC said, you know what, I'm bailing on the final two European Tour events because I need to come over to play the last couple of events on the PGA Tour because I don't want to be behind the eight ball. I think it is an opportunity for me to come and get some FedEx Cup points, obviously get some money uh, for my PGA Tour season. Um, because if I start at the Honda Classic, which I normally do, I'm I'm so far behind, you know, I don't have a chance to win the FedEx Cup, and 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 that's a big deal um, to to him. So, you know, I think I just I, I kind of disagree with Boo. Boo may be in the minority, and he's obviously entitled to his opinion. But I think a lot of players are looking at this fall series now, this fall season, I should say, uh, of the wraparound season, and and seeing this as a great opportunity to get a leg up, and and not starting 2016, the calendar year, behind the eight ball. Todd. Uh... You look back and reflect upon this year, and you've you've been around the globe, my man. Uh, what are you looking forward to? How do you wrap up this season for Todd Lewis, and what are you looking forward to in the, in the near future? <laughs> well, so on the golf course, this is the year of Jordan Spieth. Um, a remarkable year. I never would have thought that a 21-year-old could win the first two major championships uh, of the calendar year. Um, but he did it, and he could have won a third, uh, and he could have won a fourth. You know, he could have won all. He was in the mix in all four. Um, so, you know, to see a guy like him as I look back and recognize that, you know, you don't have to be a dominant driver of the golf ball. You don't have to hit a five iron 240 yards. You know, you still can win with guts and a great putter. So that that that's what I look back on the golf course for. And, you know, just for me personally, it was cool for the first time to go to St. Andrews. I, you know, I've never been, and it was awesome. It was borderline religious. So I love golf, and you know, to be at the home of golf and see how much that city is golf, and you know, it's fantastic. And uh, you know, looking forward to what's going to be a great 2016. We got another Ryder Cup happening here in the United States, and more importantly, we got the Olympics and golf coming back to the Olympics. And I'll be at all of those and, and major championships. And you know, it's going to be a really, really cool year in 2016 in golf. And thank goodness uh, for the Golf Channel to bring us all that in-depth coverage and also just the, the, all the European coverage, Todd, that's um, made so many of these players more familiar to us. You know, this past weekend, uh, the likes of Matthew Fitzpatrick and Ross Fisher and Danny Willett, you know, uh, we've gotten to just appreciate the global game so much more and um, thanks to the Golf Channel. And, you know, and what a wonderful segue I can go and uh... – right now and tell everyone that in just a mere three hours, the European Tour will be on the Golf Channel at 10 o'clock tonight. It'll be the BMW Masters out of China, so you can watch golf tonight right uh, before you go to bed. Are you, in, are you in town for a while? Uh, I'm actually going to Las Vegas tomorrow morning. I'm, um, I'm part of the Ernie Els Autism Celebration uh, and you know, the wonderful center that they opened uh, down in South Florida. Uh, it's the national finals for the Els foundation there and so I'm, I'm a part of that and uh in seeing that and uh it's really cool and the next week i'm at sea island for the final pg tournament of 2015 and we just have got about a minute left todd um you know we were talking earlier about the folds of honor and of course uh so much that's done for the wounded warriors and anything you'd like to say on veterans day to uh our, our listeners out there well you know i it's funny you say that this morning i played golf with some veterans i mean guys who were in their 70s um, you know, who were part of the Korean crisis, uh, the conflict, I should say. Um, and, you know, it was really, it was an honor for me because I've never set foot in the barracks. I've never run an obstacle course. I've, I've never fought for my country. 
Um, not to say that I wouldn't, but I love my country. But to you know, meet guys who, who were so proud and did it so many years ago, um, you know, to, to, to hang out with them in, on the golf course and kind of talk about, you know, what they did in the service was just such a thrill for me. So, you know, I want to thank all the men and, and women for, you know, for sacrificing so much, uh, putting their life on the line, being away from their family to, to make us the greatest country in the world. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And uh, Brendan? T. Lou, man, good luck, buddy. And uh, Thanks, I'll be I'll be in Vegas on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so we may meet in the airport. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. Check out the Golf Channel tonight for uh, coverage of the BMW Championship over in China. B, it's been a great uh, hour spending time with you. You know, um, I think I heard a statistic recently where only about, you know, 1% of us are uh you know attached to somebody in the military uh so you know to really uh reach out there and thank our military as my dad and my brother were both is, in so. is 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 a special opportunity and um you know we we appreciate all that you do out there we appreciate all of our listeners at the golf insiders and uh be driving final down comments. A, driving down a highway to the uh LPGA Legends Handa Cup go USA that's right, in Sarasota. Sarasota. Absolutely. So uh, hopefully uh, Pat Bradley could, uh, Nancy Lopez and the whole team could bring it all together. So yeah, thanks, we, G. I appreciate it. We got a lot more uh, more golf coming up in Florida in the next couple of weeks. Stay with us. We're going to be back uh, in a couple of weeks. The Golf Insiders, we love you. Bye-bye.